This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Hi, greetings. Welcome to the, uh, this is a special edition of the Advanced Selling Podcast, is it not, Bill? It is. It's a very special edition. Why don't you tell what's going on in the world that's significant about this announcement today? Well, uh, the significant, the most, the significantest thing is that Oprah Winfrey starts her last season on September 13th. So if you're listening to this on release day, it's September 13th. Or if you're Oprah and you're listening, you're probably (laughs) tired from the first day to the last day of the thing, right. right? You're preparing. I'm a huge Oprah fan. Love so uh, you too. I, I like her. But uh, this is her last. So we thought, yep. you know, uh, about three months ago, Brian and I and Brooke Green, who's yep. one of our folks, and Terry Sarbanoff and Jill Van Arsdahl and Kathy Macaluso, some of those names are familiar. That's yep. our team. Uh, we decided to create uh, an Oprah-like product. We did. And so we started going to the drawing board and drawing up a uh, idea, ideas for a TV show, yep. a web TV show. Yep. And it releases today. Yep. In concert with Oprah's last year, we're starting our first year in the business, and uh, we are going to call it Whiteboard Wednesday. You probably see a graphic up right now if you're watching this on YouTube. We're passing the torch. We're taking the torch from Oprah. Taking it from Oprah, and we're still going to be doing the Advanced Selling Podcast. That will never go away. Never. But we are going to add a TV element to it, and it allows us to do some more visual things. Brooke Green is going to be a vital part of Whiteboard Wednesday. Yep. It will have its own website. I'm going to give it to you right now, whiteboardwednesday.tv. Yeah. Not dot .com, good. but .tv. You can go and put in your email address, and we'll make sure you get notified. Of course, the show will be available on iTunes as a, a video product, video podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to have some fun with it. It gives you a chance maybe to see some things that we do around here that might add a little bit of enrichment to rather than just an audio podcast video. Yeah, and we thought about getting the Black Eyed Peas like Oprah when she kicked off her uh, first show That's last right. season. That's the Black right. Eyed Peas did. did that cool little dance or big dance that they did, which is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yep, uh, They were booked. They were Couldn't get them. They were in Chicago for piece. probably her again. Uh, Whiteboard Wednesday is going to be a blast, and it's going to be a great way for us to connect to our audience and uh, pretty proud of it. I think yeah, it's, good, it's, it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be fun. fun. You get a, a chance to work together. So anyway, you'll be uh, seeing more about that, and yes. if you uh, go to whiteboardwednesday.tv, you can make sure you sign up for it. So yep. that's our big announcement, and we are pumped and excited, and hopefully you, yep. hopefully you are too. A couple things that I want to mention too. Yep. The first is a lot of you have been uh, connecting with us on LinkedIn. I really, really appreciate that. And some of you, I've, you've given me permission to use your names, and some of you haven't. So either way, but keep keep those coming in. I'm, I'm B. Neal, Brian Neal at LinkedIn, Bill's Bill Kasky at LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to connect, and we're going to have more uh, groups and things coming up for you down the road a bit. And we're getting people from all over the place. We get more Australians. Yep. UK, UK people. UK, Australia. Love Australia. And I've been, all my Australian Australian people that have been connecting with me, I've, I'm, I'm planting the seed. I'm saying, we need your we help. We need to we're go coming. to Australia. So yeah. it might be a 2012 thing, but yeah. I'd rather do it in 11, but we'll see. But yeah. you've got to go to Australia. You know what's the, the latest country? We've gotten two LinkedIn mm. requests from Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. I have not seen that. I got there, I'm not I getting those. Now, yeah. you know that I uh, my minor was in East Asian Studies. Well, so I thought and it was I Latin. Took Japanese. No, I've tested Latin out of Latin, actually. Yeah, okay. fresh. Um, so keep doing that. And the other thing is, well, we talked about this a little bit before we get on here, is um, we are available to come to sales meetings for speeches. Yes. Right, for one-day events and speeches. And we, we don't do a lot of self-promotion intentionally, probably even not enough. But if you're a sales manager or your sales team has have a big national sales meeting or a once-a-year sort of thing and you're looking for an um, uh, inspiring, motivating group to come in, Ask Bill. He'd be happy to do it. No, but we're more than happy to do that. You can just reach out to us either via LinkedIn or via uh, listeneradvancedsellingpodcast.com. We'll have a quick conversation, talk to you about the fees and the arrangements and all that sort of thing, find out what you're trying to do, and 
maybe we can be helpful that way. We've done uh, quite a few of those in the we last have. three or four months. We really haven't promoted it. So we just put it out there. If you have uh, a need, then we're happy to help you. That's good. Yeah, most of those have come from the podcast. Yeah, the post, right? most People podcast have, listeners. So that's available. Uh, third thing before we get yep. going on the topic is uh, you BlackBerry users now have a podcast application that you can, just like the iPhone users do, you can uh, download. It's not, a, it's not an advanced selling podcast app, but it does allow you to download any and all podcasts to your BlackBerry. So uh, if you're a BlackBerry and you've sort of been uh, – out of the out of the sink, out of the uh, what do you call it? The off, groove off the sc- off Offline. the screen. Yep. Uh, when it comes to podcasts, you now have an ability to do that. So. That's just ours or all podcasts? All podcasts. You know, all all podcasts, podcasts for BlackBerry yeah. users. Yeah. No, just ours. But BlackBerry oh, Rim <laughs> Research in Motion contacted us directly, and it's just ours. But the old BlackBerry. Yeah. So anyway, that's good. All right. Uh, kind of a, a light topic today. Okay. Light topic. We needed a light topic. We needed a light after topic. Yeah, yeah. We, we had some serious stuff going on. So what we're going to talk about, Bill and I, uh, we didn't tell each other what was going on, but we were uh, reminiscing about our old sales life, and so we thought it'd be fun to go back through a couple of our toughest buyers, people that we sold to in the past, and kind of set up and tee up the situation of what what lessons we learned from those challenging situations of some of those buyers. So we're going to sort of compare notes, and we might ask each other for some advice. And if you have some old uh, war stories from the road and you want to send those to us at listeneradvancedsellingpodcast.com, love to hear some of your uh, trials and tribulations from the road as a as a street salesperson. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I can go first. Ready? Yeah. Can uh, we name names I'm here? naming can names because okay, I'm, I'm guessing, like I, I told you, most of the buyers that I called on smoked, so they may not be alive. Or, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. Nice people. There's nothing disparaging about these people. It's what they did. Right? Now, is this were your P&G days? These were Procter & Gamble okay. days, first and foremost, so All we'll right. start there. And I'm going to start with this woman. Her name is Janet Spray, okay. and she was a buyer for Scrivener Warehouse in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, Janet chain smoked. She smoked a lot, and so I always walked out of her office smelling like smoke, uh, which was challenging for me because I didn't and don't and never will. But Janet had been doing the same job for about 38 years, mm-hmm. and she had done the exact same thing every time, <laughs> regardless of what I brought to her or presented world. her. That was that world. She had the, she, and she everything. And she used to tell me this was interesting. She told me that when she was a little kid, like four or five years old, what she used to do for fun, she used to organize her toys, not okay. play with them. She would organize them. She was the most detail-oriented person. She had this, these lined papers, and she would draw lines, and she would promote my products twice per year. And that was it, that was no matter it. what I said. Yep. So, of course, what do you think my bosses at Procter & Gamble said? Let's go for four times we gotta a year. we got to go. Yeah, we got to yeah. get you. we got to get you. we got to get you. we got to get And so, of course, what did I do? Pushed and prodded and pushed and prodded. Until you got the one time. Until <laughs> Janet said, if you ever present to me an idea, I will never see you again. And she wow. was right. She, she meant that. Wow. Right? So uh, so I stopped, and I kind of revolted, I guess, against my management team. So um, what, you know, what I learned from that, which is really challenging, I learned a couple things. And, and one of the things I actually did uh, okay, the first thing was there were some other people within her organization that I think cared a little more about the ideas that I had, mm-hmm. but I was afraid to go over Janet's head. And there was a VP of merchandising for the division. There was a president of the division. Now, of course, I was you know, 23, 24 at the time. Right. So I didn't have the confidence at that point to stand toe-to-toe with those people. Uh, However, when I look back on that, I'm not sure that uh, I should have felt that way Mm -hmm. because I think I did have some really, really cool ideas to share with them, and I kept them to myself because Janet made me stay within the lines, right? Um, The second thing that I learned that I don't think I did very well at all was I I didn't do – I did way, way too much pushing and prodding and presenting to her, Mm -hmm. and I never gave her any space at all 
to tell me what she was trying to accomplish, how she was measuring that. But part of that was because in those in those times, the buyer probably said, "Look, uh, Brian, you got 15 minutes here," mm-hmm. and their their normal mo was to hear pitches. Yeah. So she probably didn't stop you and say, "Well, wait, let me tell you a little bit about my problems and objectives," because yeah. that wasn't in the in the game then. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, so it's good learning for That's me. Good. And I, would you have handled Janet? Me? No, Janice I mean, what are you gonna do? Because uh, you you feel more pressure from your bosses than yeah. you do from her. Yeah, because uh, you see your bosses every day. Now I, th- I yeah. think that's uh, and and that's not at those times still are around. You know, you get pressure from uh, your managers and leaders on volume and yeah. growing the business. She had, I, a, she had a wicked cough, wicked smokers she? cough. <laughs> <laughs> She's One probably a top-notch salesperson God right now, and an avid listener to the Advanced yes. Podcast. Well, I my story was about this company out in uh, Baltimore called Heckinger's, oh, okay. and Heckinger's was a large high-end upscale home center chain uh-huh. and uh it's kind of like lowe's is today although uh, they were they were far ahead of their time they had i don't know they had uh, 100 stores or something and they were like the kingpin and they were the people that everybody wanted to sell to and they were very intimidating they they intentionally mm-hmm. i'm sure they sat around and said okay how are we going to because they felt if they intimidated by uh, sellers they would get better prices yeah and I remember we were almost ready to close them on this. We had these extension cords, and these cords, instead of being brown or white like extension cords are today, Christmas taps, we had mauve and seafoam green mm, and stop. yellow. Sure, we sure had all is. these, yeah. and they loved it because they were all females. They were, they were all uh-huh. only buyers at, at Heckinger basically were females, yeah. and the merchandise managers. So we brought these in, and they just thought these were awesome. But, of course, they wanted to buy them for half of what we wanted to sell it to them for. Right. And so we were in this long negotiation, negotiation. Well, the John Heckinger, uh, the grandfather, started this company. He was a big art collector. And so everything in that office, it wasn't like a dingy, dark buyer's office. Everything was polished huh. and avant-garde. And it was just it, everything was beautiful. And they had this big mahogany table. I may have told this story on the podcast before. Hmm. And we got done with our presentation, and it was the first time I think I'd actually felt like I was in the right place mentally with them, and they liked us, and we liked them, and we worked out the pricing. And I had one of those briefcases that, one of those handled briefcases, Samsonite or something. And yeah. Dan Esposito was my uh, partner in crime. He was my VP of sales, and he yeah. was standing across. He goes, hey, you got that thing in your briefcase. I want to show Betsy something. So I took the briefcase, and I slid it across. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. But I slid it across <laughs> the table, and it leaves this <laughs> mark on it because it must have been a stone or something on the bottom four little wheels, and and it was like <laughs> it was like in slow Done. motion. Yeah, you know how like, things are. In, no. <laughs> I was trying to get it. Back. I was trying to polish it as a went <laughs> across the table. And oh, I remember I, I still th- I said, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. And they were sort of leaving the room. I still to this day don't know what they ended up buying from us, but we probably paid for that table several oh, times over. Holy cow. Uh, but I was so cocky. I should have said to Dan, Slide, shut up. Just let's get out of right here. Slide it right over, baby. Slide it right over. Anyway, so I know we all, have, uh, we all have stories. So we would like to hear your story. Listener at Advanced yep. Selling Podcast, and if you have a funny one, well, we'll, uh, we'll decide whether it's funny or not, whether it's <laughs> put airworthy. It air, put it right, wouldn't we? That would be fun. All right. You want to do another one, or do we want to – you have another one? <laughs> I think I may have told you the story, and this has nothing to do with selling, but it's funny. So my very first boss is a guy named Bill Blair. who had, He worked for Procter & Gamble, and he has some Japanese fellas come over to uh, travel with him in, in the territory, okay? So, <laughs> you so he's uh, – you know, they're going in and out of grocery stores, getting in and out, in and out the whole day, and so he gets the last one that's going inside, and this Japanese guy is standing on the other side of the car, and uh, – 
Bill's like going, come on. And the guy's like, no. <laughs> Bill's like, come on. And the guy's like, no. And he keeps pointing like this, and he's behind the car. And Bill's like, come on. And the guy's like, no. Real polite. Japanese are real oh, polite. Oh. Bill goes over there. The guy had shut his finger in the door, and it was stuck and locked, and he couldn't get his finger out of the door. <laughs> Outstanding. He's like, no, oh. no, no. So Bill Blair was a great manager. He taught me a lot about selling, about life, and about uh, management and business and that sort of thing. So. Oh, did he let him in? Did he kind of unlock he the door? door? <laughs> brilliant, brilliant story. That's good. So Bill kept the same pen bill blair had the same pen that he signed all of his business with in 30 years at procter and gamble awesome yeah he, he knew exactly like 4.2 million dollars yeah. worth of whatever so wow. anyway awesome okay go to whiteboardwednesday.tv make sure yeah. you uh, weigh in on that i hope you enjoy that also you can go to advanced selling podcast our uh, online site for this podcast yep. and uh, there'll be tools and all sorts of pdfs up there you can go to the toolkit section beautiful all right see you next, see you next time. time bye this has been the advanced selling podcast presented by Kasky achievement strategies indianapolis Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.